Hey, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke, Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 79th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything that's important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. In this episode, we are talking all about how to decide where to live. But before we dive deep into the subject, a couple of questions to ask you. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or any of the other platforms we're on? If not, please go to WokenFree.com and you can subscribe via email or to any of the platforms available that show our show proudly. Uh, next, if you uh, are interested in sharing the content that we put out every week for Woken Free Wednesday, we would greatly appreciate uh, for you to share this episode with friends and family. Uh, guys, where we live matters. You'll find that out uh, very shortly. So share the conversation. It should be a good convo. Next. If you haven't talked to us on social media and you're interested in hollering, debating, chatting, you can easily find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. And then lastly, if you'd like to give us an in-depth review of the show, say on any of the platforms we're on, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, please go to WokenFree.com and then you can pick your platform of choice to review the show. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared, if you had a chance to end all wars at the cost of your life, would you take it? This week, we are sharing, what is your favorite quote for the month? Yeah, so uh, I love this question in honor of uh, Women's History Month. Uh, I'm going to share a quote by a woman who greatly influenced me uh, my most of my life uh, since I've heard of her, Maya Angelou. She has a quote that says, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. It's simple. It means you are not going to tolerate a lot of bull in your life and you're going to have good expectations of what you want out of life from others and how you expect to be treated and how others need to treat you. So I love it. What's your favorite quote for the month? Mine just for this month is reality exists in the human mind and nowhere else by George Orwell in his book, 1984. Super creepy. Nice. <laughs> but no, it's a good thing to keep in mind because people try to say like to think pragmatically and mm -hmm. they only do things that will actually kind of things that make sense. But when we come back down to reality is just a human concept. It's just what our perceptions are. So it's not something that's absolute as people like to make it. Reality is not so absolute. So I just like to keep that in mind. Absolutely. As discussed in a previous episode about time and stuff like that. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to WokenFree.com and check out our previous episodes and uh, you will learn more about that concept for sure. All right. We'll get into the episode. Does where you live matter? Hells yeah. <laughs> According to Psychology Today, there's actually a lot of like really in interesting information to share. So uh, again, all research and links can be found in the episode on WokenFree.com. For U.S. cities like San Fran and Seattle, where residents have greater intellectual and self-oriented dispositions, as shared by a Psychology Today, they're more innovative, engaged by such in indices as patents, 
per capita and the presence of high-tech industries, residents of these cities tended to vote for more liberal candidates. So there's like a political affiliation. They were referring to Barack Obama when elected president in 2008. Then yeah. uh, Psychology Today also talks about cities that have more colleges and universities. Uh, cities with strengths of the head are also more crowded and have a higher cost of living. So these features converge to suggest that the culture of head cities entails individual achievement, affluence, education, and change. And then comparatively in cities like El Paso and Omaha, where residents have greater emotional and interpersonal strengths, heart strengths, are less innovative. Wow. As stated by That's Psychology Today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, are more likely to vote for a more conservative candidates. Uh, again, the political tie there. <laughs> they were mentioning wow. uh, former John McCain. And uh, then they go on to say, heart cities are smaller and less crowded. They have a lower cost of living and their temperatures are warmer, My. perhaps allowing residents to go outside and interact with their neighbors. These cities are more likely to be populated by families and with children, their residents report more positive emotions and a greater sense of meaning. These features suggest that the culture of heart cities centers on other people and the emotional ties that bind people together. Heart cities are kinder and gentler because they afford greater opportunity for close relationships. And and perhaps are more pleasurable and more meaningful. Ultimately, okay, it shares more and more and more. But I think the 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 gist is where you live does matter, and cities are distinguishable by either educational advantages, work opportunities, uh, the personal development, and or family ties. So it it matters, and it's it's actually like I think even more measurable than people probably think it is. Well, yeah, they think you could just go anywhere and mm -hmm. you'll just fit right in. But yep. it just seems like depending where you go, you might not fit in with the crowd. Yep. I found this article on WalletHub where they actually did like a study on the happiest states in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And what they one thing they stated in the article before going on into the study is that happiness only increases with wealth up to an annual income of $75,000. That makes sense, yeah. But one thing that can have a big influence on how we feel about life is where we choose to live. And mm -hmm. they went on, they performed this analysis, like I was saying, of all the states. And I, I thought it was interesting was that they found Hawaii actually as the happiest state and West Virginia as the least happy state. And they did that using three key dimensions that they were used for measuring, and that was emotional and physical well-being, two was work environment, and three is community and environment. So using mm. those using those statistics, they put that together and created this list of and ordered the states of like, among happy happiest to least happy, and Hawaii came out on top. And I think it's funny because a lot of people do talk about like, traveling to Hawaii oh, God, yeah. as like a big it's thing they want to do. It's beautiful. Apparently, yeah. it's the happiest state. So hey, that kind of makes sense. Obama people go has there. Hawaiian ties, right? So yes, ah, that <laughs> and makes he's sense, a very yeah. laid back person, as according to Michelle Obama <laughs> in Becoming. <laughs> so, laid back. Well, that makes sense in the happy state. Uh, well, yeah. Why stress when you know be happy? Isn't that song? Don't you love that song? It's don't worry. worry. Isn't that Hawaiian? Be happy. Yeah. I don't know if it's Hawaiian. Oh, but I, I thought I it was know. Caribbean. Or, oh, maybe. I don't know. But you yeah. love that song. <laughs> <laughs> Not more than my wife, but close. <laughs> my wife really goes in on it. Why do people decide <laughs> on where they want to live? 
I think the very first reason is mm-hmm. just because they were born there. Yep. You know, the, you know, there's no place like home because that's all you know. It's something that's Damn. consistent. So <laughs> people just choose to so stay in their town and they never move out because that's all they know. It's like they grew up on a small farm. Where else can I go? I can go or to a big city. Or in a big city. But I know a yeah. horse. Or they grew up in a big city. They said, how could I go move out Anywhere to the country else, yeah. and there's nobody else there? I don't know. I don't understand how to live there. But the other thing I think that influences it is friends and family. Because the familia, they'll tell you certain things about, they'll try to scare you, maybe say, well, do you really want to go to that big city? Or do you want to go live out in the boonies where nobody can find you? So that definitely influences where people live. And then I think the last is just for media, because you'll see a movie and movies always portrayed certain places as these like hot spots, especially like New York City. That's one of like the top locations for movies. They always have that. So people associate... The state of New York with New York City. They're like, oh, I'm going to New York. But do you realize New York's a big place? It's yeah. not actually. Albany. It's Buffalo. not all just the city. It's not all <laughs> it's just made up of parts. boroughs. There's like yeah. tons of parts and they're different. They're not even the same. They're a lot different. There's different types of communities Ugh. within New York. Yes. That, I think that's funny that people use media as definitely a pointer on where they should live. Good point. Absolutely. According to Centre for Cities, uh, they have a lot of different factors. They say the cost of housing was the most commonly selected reason for why residents chose to live in their neighborhood. Uh, And again, this, I think, would be polling people who are in a position in their lives to decide where they're living, not necessarily like you're saying, like between the ages of 0, 18, you're like a captive audience for wherever you are nurtured or grown. But like beyond that, when you're actually in a position to decide where you want to live, uh, definitely housing costs uh, come into big play. (laughs) Uh, Living too far away from family and friends was a major concern for people on this poll that the, the website refers to. Also, priorities such as, like, there are different priorities for different age groups. So, like, if you're in the 25 to 34 age group, then uh, kind of workplace uh, reasons is going to dominate your decision. Like, where can you find more jobs and opportunities? If you are uh, from age 35 and onward, being close to the workplace is less likely to be a main reason that you're really more looking towards, like, safety and security of the neighborhood and, you know, family reasons. And then if you're, like, 55 and over then it's more like a retirement conversation and it's more like we're likely to have no children or, you know, more green greenery and countryside and like the chill life, right? So those, the, the yeah, article the essentially... The change as you age, It does, because right? you have different priorities <laughs> and you're in a different stage of your life. So uh, that didn't really surprise me. That made sense. Absolutely, actually. The greenery didn't... That didn't surprise you? When you're 55 and older, don't you want to kind of be near somewhere where you can like golf and like swim and do yoga? I mean, 25-year-olds are are doing that and loving it, but that just depends on where they live, right? But if you could do that every day... I mean, I like it to a certain extent. If it comes with the bugs and all that, I'm not it doing it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. That's me. not, you got to share that greenery with all the creatures. The insects, yeah. Mm-mm. I'm not really about that life, but, you know. How do you know when it's time to move on then? Woo. So, uh, there are actually like 15 signs according to. 15? unpack.com absolutely so first is and i'm not going to mention all of them but just some to discuss you just can't afford staying where you are hello new york (laughs) 
<laughs> there are certain states like New York that are trifling and <laughs> they are really making it very difficult for people to live because the costs are astronomical to say the least. Uh, also FOMO is a phrase that they sh shared or moved anywhere before. And this nagging voice inside of you is constantly wondering what you're missing. So you just kind of, you know, go on a risk and say, listen, I've no I've only lived here. So I'm going to go live somewhere else. Does that mean anything? FOMO? Uh, I mean, I know Full the of motivation overhead. I know they just wrote FOMO and then they wrote no, that. Well, yeah, that it's very interesting. Uh, next, an inner calling. So if you feel like you're just meant to be somewhere else, which I think is similar to the FOMO conversation. Yeah, that's uh, similar. Also, letting your dreams point the way. So we just watched, I think, Shark Tank, where a woman said she had a dream where she was in Turkey and she was starting a business. She had to go to Turkey. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but and I don't think she lived, moved there. No, but, but she there went there are for a couple some people who maybe have a dream and see themselves in uh, Wichita, uh, you know, or uh, Wisconsin or, uh, you know. Or the Isle of Man. Yeah, you know, somewhere like I have to go move to uh, Hawaii, right, in their dream. And then they actually do it, which God bless them. I think that's fearless living at its best, probably. Uh, also, weather worries, which is actually, I think, a concern for many states, especially here in the U.S., because we're having such weird weather patterns, like in multiple <laughs> different regions of the country. So I'm not sure if there's any one safe place to go, but you know, I think that's a reason that motivates people to move. Then these last reasons, I really got my giggle going, which is too many bad memories, too many good memories. And then, <laughs> that's too good. <laughs> well, too good. like you, so maybe you loved someone and then they died, right? And then everywhere you look, you see, oh, we went to the restaurant, we did this, we did, it's just too many good reasons, right? And you're uh, just like, right. Like, ugh, I can't, which is kind of sad. Uh, and then no reason to stay, which I was like. That's <laughs> funny. Nothing's tying you to the oh, place. Oh, good Lord. Hello, New York. <laughs> but if you're interested in seeing all 15 reasons, you can definitely click on the link on the episode on WokenFree.com. Yeah, I, I mean, those, mm -hmm. are, those are good reasons. I, I also think just when you're get I don't know if maybe you mentioned it but when you're just tired of your surroundings mm. change of scenery I yeah. think that that could be a reasoning you don't find your community as engaging I guess would be another reason definitely I think some that definitely happens and uh, major cities are kind of really nasty cultural <laughs> dispositions <cools>. yes <laughs> you know I mean yeah. we can some only speak can be, from the New York perspective and yeah, it's not super friendly here so yeah. yeah some neighborhoods can be really unfriendly some are so. friendlier than they others, are yeah there's but... pockets of it but you can't say as a whole yeah. every neighborhood yeah I love friendly. when I, I speak to people who live on like the north shore of Long Island which if you guys don't know that's like the richer part of Long Island and they're like my neighbors are lovely everyone's really lovely and I'm just like yeah it is lovely to have money because it's quite lovely. Yeah. Cash money. That's what we call cash money. Living that be living your best life out there. <laughs> well, what do you think are the best places to live in the US at least? So when I thought about it, I was like, I don't actually have a clue. Uh, because I just, again, I've spent most of my life in New York, uh, short of us going to Penn State uh, in Pennsylvania. And then my little bit of travels, I... I in my mind wouldn't know, but when I did some research on CNBC, the top 10 places to live, live according to like last year's list of 2018 is as follows. Austin, Texas, which that uh, surprised yeah. me. That Cal surprised you? I mean, Austin, Texas specifically. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought I hear Austin. a lot about Houston, but yeah. Austin is like, but I, but I've heard really I've good heard things about stuff, Austin though. as well. So I heard there's opportunities. Yeah. There. And then the next didn't surprise me. Colorado Springs, Colorado. I heard great things about oh, Colorado. Oh, yeah, and then Denver, Colorado. Well, you know, everyone can smoke weed, so of course people are happy to live there. Oh, that's where it was first legalized? I, I don't know if it was first, but I know it's legal there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> oh, to right. Des Moines, uh, Iowa, Fayville in Arkansas, that surprised me. Portland, Oregon. Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Huntsville, Alabama, surprised. That's definitely surprising. Washington, D.C. I was like, I thought there's a bunch of single black women out there. Okay. Uh, Minneapolis, That's Minnesota. why it's a top place to live. I can't. Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. I was like, really? The Minneapolis, snow? but some people love it there. I know. Though. Anybody I from things, there, yeah, they're they, always they, happy. They, they rep it hard. But then yeah, Seattle, Washington, that made sense to me. Yeah. In Seattle, yeah. People, yeah, I've met, uh, I've only met a few people But this people is just there, CNBC, and I've also found other lists, like, online, where I even saw, like, New York on a list, and I was like, y'all are liars. You know, people are not happy here. Stop it. Uh, well, not it, they're saying best place to live, but it's what's their. What it's are, like what are their the factors metric? and standards? Yeah, yeah. How are they measuring? And they're different lists. There's some lists that yeah that say these top twenty places. You know, there's other lists that like are top thirty and like places like Arizona's on there. So it just it depends that, on who's your source. Because that's not even talking about are people happy there or not. No, or what, this is just like count? the best place to live. Yeah, and like as a general thing, like best maybe because mm-hmm. you might not even like that type of city. It might be too big for you. Might be too small. True. I mean, that's why that's a funny. lot of factors to consider. But. See, they didn't even mention Hawaii, like, found on my list. That's funny. Mm-hmm. They're, They're a different happy lists. State, it's different writers. Yeah, anybody it's... can put anything they want, basically. We can have the Woken Free list it. of where to live, and yeah. we could just, yeah, be really funny and just... put all the expensive cities and be like, oh. <laughs> I know, know so... yeah, Matt, yeah, you can put places that are out of reach, too. Like, yeah. If you don't earn enough, you, you like, can't even San be there. San Fran, and, like, sure. Okay, guys. <laughs> what do you think are the key factors to consider when deciding where to live? So again, wanted, I had some thoughts on it, but wanted to get some more information. So according to moneycrashers.com, some of the factors to include, and again, you'll find all the links on the, in the episode on wokenfree.com. Affordability with a number one bullet, right? People, you can be happy if you can try to like have heat and food and a place to stay. Affordability is key. You know, there's like massive homelessness taking place in our country. So, you know, that, that didn't surprise me. Taxes. That's a big one for people. Why? Because, uh, you know, there are five states that don't have sales tax, according to moneycrashers.com, which include Alaska, Delaware, Montana, New Hampshire, and Oregon. Then, uh, and then... In addition, there are there's Alaska, Florida, Nevada, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming uh, that don't collect individual income tax, according to moneycrashers.com. If you want more specification on that, definitely speak to your tax uh, person, accountant, CPA. Uh, definitely not within our purview. <laughs> Next, uh, another reason would be employment opportunities. That makes sense, right? Everybody wants to make that money somewhere. Real estate value, which makes sense, right? If you're going to buy and, and put down roots, do you want to do that in a place where you know your property is going to really go up in value? Crime rates and statistics. I thought that was interesting because yeah, it's like crime there. takes place everywhere. But yeah, you could but try to live in safer cities. Some people don't want to go to worse yeah. neighborhoods like, that have more like violent crimes, I guess. True. You try to go away from that. Proximity to friends and family, definitely not something I would think about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm living where I want to live if you happen to be related to me and near me for you. But. <laughs> <laughs> 
definitely not a deciding factor for me. Uh, climate. Uh, yes, that with a very important factor. For I wonder though, like for that last one, the proximity, I think that's going to get less and less just because exactly. of social media. Yeah, just do you really live need that? stream or use the Facebook portal thing. Because you don't, that's just, the thing. I mean, how often do we need to hang out when you well, just you know, hang the out virtually. the irony of this all, all is virtually. people say oh i can't be without my family and then when you account how many times you see your family if you're only seeing your family once a month or once every th quarter then technically you don't need to live near them <laughs> but what if you see them every sunday for family yeah dinner? so if you're if you do that whole soul food situation then sure it makes sense to not have to drive three hours to have sunday dinner because that would be but can't you still do that virtually annoying. though you could have like a video tablet up and then they can pretend they're eating Listen, the food with you i'm very very dedicated to the chats, creating too. content and working so like that's why i said for me that's not an issue but maybe for somebody else who wants to see their family you'll uh, see <laughs> you get the sunday dinners with the family educational system matters to some people right because they don't want their children to go to schools oh, yeah. that you know maybe are not in line with the values that they have in their household and then lastly also culture is another reason uh meaning you know what are what's the flavor of the ice cream there right like what what kind of culture can they tap into is wow, it offer yeah. museum art like music community. right yeah like what kind of culture is it of the the place that includes retail and just like neighbors though, i would imagine or? yeah the whole vibe right like certain cities have certain vibes that like really work like if you're a really liberal person then you don't want to go to probably a really red you know middle state country uh, oh state so you're of the including country. politics like, then too in the yeah culture but thing. i mean that's culture wow. too because political events are events right and yeah. and also it affects the types of events that take place because we are in a very tribal type of culture politically speaking so you know if you don't like politics you know then you might not like a major city where there's going to be a lot of political action taking place right you might want the suburbs and yeah all that stuff what about geography like if you go to san francisco and they have those crazy hills you got to drive up and down if you like that that yeah that's a part of kind of the vibe of the city about the amenities about the i guess that's what is that topography or geography is it geography or topography? You can could, could be in both, I guess. I guess, yeah. But that could be a reason as well, location. yeah. Mm -hmm. You are now listening to Woke and Free. Woke and Free. Woke and Free. Woke and Free. A podcast about being real and honest. What would you not consider? Like, what are things not to do or, or think about when deciding where you want to live? I think the number one is to base it off of other people's opinions and what they thought of a place that they visited that you haven't visited. Mm. So I think you need to do your own detective work because yeah. people will go places and they say, oh yeah, I went and everybody was rude to me. But uh. it's like, when did you go? What, <laughs> like, what were your intentions when you were there? Where exactly did you stay? You know, there's True. like certain Factors, yeah. facts that could say, this is why people treated you, you know, that's a that certain way, way yeah. while you were there that, so... It's not like you go there and you're going to have the exact same experience as somebody else. So I say just be wary when you have one person's opinion on of what a place is and what it's about and why you shouldn't go there. Because I know people do that a lot. They'll say, oh, don't go there. You know, that's you never want to live there. It's like terrible. But it's just this one person's opinion that, that you can't use that, true that, true that as a sole like decision of you going somewhere. So yeah. make sure to do your own detective work when deciding where to live. Don't base it off of what other people said. Don't use hearsay. 
as your way to get there. Or at least just one person's hearsay, right? At least try to garner many people's perspective. And different backgrounds. Yeah, if you go people. to, and yes, different backgrounds. And if you go to multiple different forums and people are like, this is a seamless, then maybe it's a like, but, <laughs> you know, but if it's wow. like, if it's like one person who just doesn't want you to move, then yeah, like <laughs> F them. Like that's not a They have ulterior motives. So yeah, That's clearly. why they're telling you bad stuff. Clearly. Well, you know, it's funny. Like we love Vegas and I've heard from a couple of people who don't like it, who actually yeah. vehemently hate it. And I'm just like, like, wow, that's so interesting. It makes sense if you don't but, into that like all out in your face kind of place where oh well yeah I'm all about the, I'm there. all about the yeah like being out of control uh be not like actively for myself but witnessing it yes yeah and then just uh, acting wild and a fool <laughs> yeah because it's like college life never ends there it's awesome yeah and then also the burning sizzling heat phenomenal let's be a raisin today phenomenal. It was so cool there when i went i right. know that's such a shame <laughs> such a shame you thought it was heat but i literally was dying it was amazing but it was harsh it was real wow. well you shouldn't do outdoor activities in 104 degree weather that's really the lesson learned for that day yeah. uh, <laughs> but try not to do that that's a Pro tip. Yes, and exactly. For my thoughts, I would say, again, basing decision on family and friends alone is exactly. not a good enough uh, <laughs> thing to do because people, you know, people who love you sometimes will be a bit selfish, right? And are like, don't leave. It's like that scene from the, that, like the blooper we did. Uh, did we do that one or no we no. did the oh we didn't do that blooper <laughs> that. we did we the did other that. blooper yeah, yeah we didn't do but that there one. was a scene guys in uh my big fat greek wedding where uh the the daughter comes to the father and is like i want to learn computers papa i think it'll be good for the restaurant and he looks at her and he says why do you want to leave me why don't you love me and it's just <laughs> yeah. such an amazing scene because it's like literally she wants to get education and he's freaking <laughs> out and it's amazing yeah. <laughs> it's actually not because i'm sure what has actually dealt with that in their life which is horrifying that's crazy <laughs> But uh, so let's, let's pull it together, people. Yeah, let's get it together. Uh, so if you haven't seen that scene, uh, please do. It's amazing. And then also work alone. I I don't think is a good enough reason to decide like solely where you're gonna live because the thing is we're more than just our jobs and our careers. And so sometimes I think people take jobs because you know that's great money and it's a great work environment, but then they hate the town that they're living in. So at bare minimum, even if you're moving to a town that's not in line with your desires for where you want to live try to get a dope house right like try to make sure that no matter where you're living you enjoy the immediacy of where you're living because that will provide creature comforts that even if the city alone can't provide maybe you have a dope room and it's awesome but right? you recommend not moving for a job opportunity then that's what you're saying no i'm saying don't choose the work alone like don't just say i'm moving halfway across the country for a job opportunity if the, if there's nothing else in that town that you like because what if the job doesn't work out then well, that, you're yeah, stuck you gotta, in that city and then you have to at least make sure there's it has other to be one to be or two or three fa it can't just be the sole reason because you can't guarantee that that job is going to be the job that you do for the next 30 years as most people do not do a job for 30 years so you know there's just that and then lastly fear i think deciding to not move out of fear or moving solely on fear of something is is problematic any decision solely based on fear i think is unlikely to yield a positive outcome so that's my yeah, thoughts. Yeah, definitely don't choose fear as a reason to move. That's bad. Yeah.
Yeah, you gotta, you gotta think. About I mean, it. there are some people who have to do the secret, uh, like the change identity situation, because they're like, you know, the mob was coming after them or whatever. Well, yeah, if the government gives you a new identity yeah. and you're in wit protection, then I mean, I think that's to. like an exception of fear decision, but <laughs> I mean, that's not. But that's kind of like it's mandated. Yeah, it's not even your decision. Does then. that? So that's a little different. Mm-hmm. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what? So what? So what's the scenario? It's scenario time. Scenario 1. Filbert was born in a desert and was born with an unnatural talent for finding water. So much so that the townspeople rely on him for finding land to actually farm him. He still longs for the day he can build a snowman because Sandman just doesn't cut it. When you want to have fun. Should he move to a colder climate or is it better not to desert his desert town? There's so many like things that are wrong with that example, <laughs> Khalil. I mean, Filbert, first of all. Filbert? <laughs> This is based off of Dilbert. No. I mean, <laughs> this, is, this is really a problem. When you're born in a desert, you get a really interesting and then name. An unnatural talent for finding. Does he have gills? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what are we? He could actually. He could sense the relative humidity. He in can the air. like lick his finger and find where the water is. He he feels the relative humidity increasing when He's he walks water in directions. Columbus. That's he what he is. Just, he just. It's. I think it's the hair on his skin. It actually picks up, and it. You know, like how your hair on the end of your skin can stand up sometimes. He gets those like six. No, it's like his spidey senses are tingling it's mm. like that he gets that sometimes phenomenal it's filbert you know filbert's a special person not everybody's name i filbert. think you're a special person i'm not named filbert indeed <laughs> <laughs> you know that you know that name is cool though you know it's pretty cool. i think of dilbert no not dilbert it's pretty it's, it's swaglicious I can't. And then the Sandman <laughs> reference, I can't with you right now. I absolutely can't. But uh, to oh, answer man. your really interesting scenario, uh, I would say ultimately it's going to come down to if he doesn't move to a colder climate, will he resent the town? And will he resent that decision to not go to somewhere colder where he can have a bit more fun in the colder temperatures if that's something he really wants? And so I personally would think, you know, if you live your life for the wishes of others that you eventually become begin to resent those others. So I think he probably should just move and they're going to have to find another way, hire some type of cockatoo bird who can find <laughs> their water and oh, no. keep it moving. Hire, you know, singing pigeons, whatever. And they'll have singing to... Singing pigeons? Yeah, they're going to have to figure That'll it out. That'll be helpful. Exactly. All right. <laughs> wow. All right. Oh, I tickled nice. myself so much. It's yeah, so that's great for you uh, to say that. You're making uh, up new things now. That singing pigeons. Okay. Just like on uh, America's Got Talent. Not talking about canaries here. Uh, no, specifically singing pigeons. And blue jays. You're talking about pigeons. Okay. Si, senor. I'm pretty sure they don't have the voice for it. Well, let's do answer. My answer is he should desert his desert town. Uh, and find better ways to live in, in colder climate then. Well, he he wants to go and make a snowman, so yeah, go to Alaska or God something. God bless Phil. Go to Antarctica. Yep. God <laughs> Even though bless he's him. born in the desert, I don't know if he'll survive, but it's better he just try it and see what happens. Agreed. Agreed, yeah. If he lives, he lives. I don't know. Scenario two. Renavalona lives in a small midwestern town in the US. She dreams of being a successful actress and feels her small town will never help her fulfill her dreams. Should she move to LA to become a star? Or should she try to build a YouTube following to validate her dream? Star? Yeah. Yeah, a star. Yeah, a star, I tell you. 
you know, they uh, it comes from star. somewhere. No, the, so that comes from somewhere. That's I how the Hollywood people, people say like it. I think people speak like that in Boston. No, in Hollywood. <laughs> I think that's a Hollywood thing. Okay. One, of the, one of the directors say it. You said You'll it. be a it's star, darling, a like star. You were speaking like you were in that movie where Ben Affleck calls, no, calls up the people in the bank. No, definitely not. <laughs> they talk differently. But, okay. Boston people talk different. Uh, you know, again, it's, it's all a matter of, uh, what do you think you can, what do you think you can deal with by giving up on your dreams? Do you feel like you're giving up on the life that you want and deserve for yourself? So, uh, you know, is the, is it going to be a culture shock? Definitely. Because Midwestern towns are different than LA. LA is a specific type of beast that one needs to deal with, but you know, you never know until you try. And I think that at the end of the day, it's better to try and fail than not try at all. So I say, I'm not saying her name. I'm going to say Boo should go to LA. Yeah, I'm going to say R at least. I could say something else, but you'll crack up. No, don't say that. No. (laughs) I think, I, I actually think in this day and age, she should try the YouTube following first to get some validation. That's what I think. Or even, like, apply to those, you know, those, like, TV shows where the you're, like, a, I guess you're a guest on one of those gaming shows mm-hmm. or something. She should apply for something like that and try to act on one of those. Okay. And then if she gets on that, then she can see it. Is she really, like, being, like, in front of the camera and stuff? Because has she done any, I, we don't know this, but has she done any of that? Has she actually been in front of the camera? Has she tried to film her own little yeah. short? I mean, I just say try it. Because you, you have the tools to do it now for cheap before you go out to the big place of LA you don't know just try it on your own first see yeah. how it goes I mean it depends I, I, I think, think. you know there's also thing. advice that that I've heard about you know don't don't dream too small right and uh you know there are people like Arnold Schwarzenegger who you know he was sharing that so many people told him he could never be a Hollywood star that he could never do bodybuilding and look how far and all that he's come and all that he's accomplished so I just think that you know at the end of the day it depends on yeah what what she's willing to risk by moving and you know sometimes and a lot lot of those actresses and actors that we love they literally moved to LA and they were hustling and and waiting tables and they didn't know if they were ever going to make it to the screen but if they never tried they would never be an opportunity you have to try to to have success so we'll see or you could do it the Justin Bieber way and just be a YouTube star and then you could. grow from that. But again, YouTube's a lot a different beast than it used to be, right? It was a lot easier to to get in front of a lot of different people. Now there's a lot of people with a lot of different followers. So yeah. now you're competing against the world, basically. It's, yeah, it's it's a challenge. It's a different world we're living in. So you know, LA is not as scary of a beast as it once was too, because a lot of people are going out there and finding a way to do it. Scenario three. Oslo is a famous IG star who just became the youngest self-made billionaire in the world based off his makeup products. He has been receiving backlash from people in town over whether he really is self-made. Should he leave his town to avoid the onslaught of negativity or a hater's gonna hate? Hello, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> Why would you say that? This is Oslo we're talking about. No, Oslo that. is from a, a small Norwegian country. And not and Kylie's from California, <laughs> Calabasas, I believe. Come on now, we're talking about Oslo. Though. This is a this is a scenario based Actually, on Oslo. I don't know. Oslo. She's from Calabasas. I know her sisters are from Calabasas, or they lived in Calabasas. But, whenever uh, that, whenever I hear that, I think of it's like a small town in Arkansas. Calabasas. Yeah, it, it doesn't um, sound like it's California. It sounds like somewhere else. It sounds rich, Kelly. It sounds something somewhere fabulous. <laughs> it doesn't sound like that to me. It, um, like L.A. sounds like somewhere crazy. Beverly Hills, yeah. oh, Hollywood, no, like no, all those have the name. Oh. Those names they like kind of suit the place. But Calabasas, Calabasas I don't know. Yeah. When I first heard Calabasas, I'm like, where is that? That's like Arkansas. 
I don't know. Mm. But it's it's Cal it's California. That's an yes, interesting yes, name. Yes. Uh, again, you know, I think that when, when it comes to life, we are too concerned about, uh, what others are thinking of us at the end of the day, if Oslo is doing his thing and he's made money, he shouldn't give a damn about what people in his town are saying or hitting on him about, because at the end of the day, it's just jealousy and, and envy because if they could switch spots with him in a minute, they would. So they talk and smack. He le he needs to go and live his best life making more money with his makeup, just like Kylie Jenner. <laughs> That's weird how these they parallel each other. Oh, it is like weird. Like the lines, yeah. how, how that even comes up. Like, how can, like, this story even exist? Oh. A scenario like this, where would this come from? What Facebook. type of mind? Facebook.com, yeah. <laughs> It's a good website. It's just, that's interesting how these <laughs> ideas just they just come about. I don't know. It's like from the ether, things are pulled. The ether of crap. They just evolve into this thing. I don't know well, where it comes from. Answer. My answer is, should he actually leave the town? Well, now nah, you know what? He should just stay where he's at because haters going to hate. <laughs> that's hey, what I say. Yeah. I would say, yeah, I don't think he should leave because you're, you're trying to run away from the problems. You need to deal with it. And there, the hate just, is everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it could follow you, and it was like, good True. job, you moved, and now it's actually Different a situation. Because yeah. oh, this is almost that thing you said, not to move out of fear, right? Yeah, this, this is basically yeah. moving all based off of fear. You shouldn't move out you're of fear. trying to yeah. you fear like being hated on by these people, and you think you can get away for it and, and escape your actual things you're scared of. But nope, don't do that. It's not gonna work. So. He needs to stay there and actually deal with it head on. Maybe address the haters. <laughs> yeah, he should make a, a makeup line for the haters and, and really make even more money because how cool would that be? You know, like, and he could make fun of, like, he, it could be interesting, actually. So live your life, make your money. Uh, congratulations, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> Not Oslo? Both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are at time again. It is the coming of the end of our 79th episode of Woke okay. and Free. Good lord. Pretty good. This was quite the episode talking about how to decide where to live. Will I leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be discussing What Does It Take to Reinvent Yourself? with special guest Carolyn Herfurth. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic for an upcoming episode or share how you feel on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. If you'd like to holler at us on social media, give us some tips, breaking news, feel free to hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even YouTube at Woken Free. And if you'd like to be a sponsor for upcoming episodes or want to collaborate on an event that you would like hosting at dot dot dot, feel free to hit us up again on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. And also, if you want to leave us a voicemail and you never know, it might make its way into our episode, you can also leave us a voicemail on our contact page. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time.